I'm Cherish Brown, and I believe in the power of a story well told. I am so fascinated by stories that teach and inspire. On this podcast, I sit down with various people who are taking passionate responsibility for their own lives and giving it their creative best. Creative best. Creative best. Tanikia, or as I call her, Nikki, for a really, really long time. We've known each other since we were 13, 14 years old. 13 and 14. Yep. Yeah. We met in acting school, acting class, and we just hit it off. And we are almost like the same person. Literally. Literally. <laughs> like <laughs> things that annoy you annoy me. <laughs> Things that you find humorous, I find humorous. Yeah. It, it's scary. <laughs> it is scary. And we don't even have to say anything. Like if we're in the don't put us in the same room. That is why this conversation yeah. is challenging because we can communicate without yeah. a lot of verbal dialogue. So we're going to try to keep it the <laughs> same. So who is Tanikia Carpenter? Okay. Tanikia Carpenter is a human um <laughs> it's a huge emphasis on that lately um I am a actress a writer a mother a wife daughter sister aunt um yeah I, I'm a child of God daughter of God that that is me uh, I I definitely identify as mostly hyphenate uh being a, a creative and that is me yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i hear miss india in the background I think. yeah she's headed out um <laughs> whoo, thank the lord also i identify as a um a south sider that's you know people uh, from chicago yeah that's like you know part of my identity as well south side rider yeah yes. um i love that i asked you who you are and you didn't talk about what you do or what you did i i love that and you started out with human. I love that. Isn't that yeah. important? Like with everything yeah. that's going on, it's like if you thought you were a superhero or invincible, I think 2020, 2021 as well <laughs> has taught us that that is just not the case. And we all need yeah. care. We all need self-care and I, therapy. I, therapy. We need all of those things. Great so therapy. Yeah. You are a multi-hyphenate. So I have seen mm -hmm. you literally do, do it all, do it all. And ever since we were younger, we've been big dreamers, you know, yes. we, you know, kind of starlight, star bright, you know, starry eyed children. So, I, but I've literally seen you say, this is what I want to do. This is my goal. This is my dream. Mm -hmm. And then I turn around, I blink. And you make it happen. So you are very inspiring. And maybe, yeah, let's start this episode with just giving you some flowers. I think you are awesome. So inspiring. Yes. Like you, you produce, you produce. I know whenever I get a text message from you, like, this is what I'm thinking about. This is what I'm trying to do. I'm like, okay, just give it like a, a few weeks and it's going to happen. And it's amazing. 
It's amazing. You are a gatherer. You bring people from all different walks, all different sides. And I've been in those environments. And it's been so helpful and so cultivating. So I just want to thank you. Thank you. Thank you for my flowers. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So who or what first inspired you to pursue your artistic abilities? Because you have so many of them. So you can pick whichever one, writing, acting, creating, producing. Yeah. Who or what first inspired you to, to recognize that and to say, I want to I wanna do this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say um, I, I would start with acting because that was like the first love. Um, my father, my dad, I would go to the theater to see him perform on stage. And so this was before any classes I took or before, um, you know, applying to Columbia for theater or anything like that. It was literally just going to the ETA theater and South Shore on the South Side of Chicago and seeing my dad on stage, seeing his picture on the wall and thinking like, oh, this is cool. And then um, people feel some type of way about um, the Cosby show because of Bill Cosby, but uh, the Cosby show was definitely an inspiration. Like seeing Rudy, a young girl. Um, yes, it's just like, I, I can do that. I want to do that. Um, so that was definitely... Um, inspiration the 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 seeds that was planted because of course there are more people that inspire me and more things but those are probably like the initial seeds yeah yeah for me um and and just to everyone who's listening this probably won't be like a typical interview because we're friends so it's very hard to not insert myself yeah yeah it's because <laughs> um, I mean I'm even yeah. thinking about like later on your mom's school you know like was those like another time yeah. Yes. Yes. Those are some fun <laughs> times. You know, I'm I'm listening to you talk, and I can only imagine you seeing your dad on stage. Like you said, you saw his mm-hmm. picture on the wall. You watched the Cosby Show, which is which is still my favorite television mm-hmm. show, um, despite all of the controversy, um, because of the conversations it allowed us to have, the dreams it allowed us to have, and then branching off into a different world. I could go on and on and on, but Mm -hmm. it's something about seeing people on stage who remind you of yourself and of your family and your dreams. And then also, um, because the Cosby show was a TV show with a live audience or pre-recorded audience, whichever, um, there's something about that instant gratification you get as a performer from yes. the audience. So a lot of my yes. dreams were like, I got to do a TV show because when I say something to make people laugh or make them cry or, ooh, ah, you know. Or theater. That's yes, what I theater. Theater. It's, it's that's why Zoom theater is not the same as yes. being in the actual space because the magic happens in that room together yes yes it's so addicting every night is different every performance is different with the yes. same script the same cast mm-hmm. uh, it, it really shows you how to just live in the moment you have to you have to rise mm-hmm. to the occasion so um I I want to talk about what have been some of the challenges challenges mm-hmm. though because it's one thing to have a dream one thing to have a gift, a talent, and to um, pursue it. But then mm-hmm. a lot of times we get into things and then we realize, wow, this is challenging. And it's challenging on a, on a level that I didn't even know I possessed. You know, so 
you could speak from any angle on that, but what have been some of the challenges for you? Yeah. Some of your lowest moments where you were really struggling to walk it out. Yeah. Challenges, money. Mm. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> so I went to, I often tell people I went to Columbia. Um, I studied theater. I did, but I was only there for a semester before I had to leave because I couldn't afford it. And so, you know, when you want to be like this, actor and like you have to leave like all of these amazing people who are helping you um cultivate that gift you know like my teachers are like people who are on Broadway now you know like and to like walk away from have to walk away from that was like traumatizing but wow even like now you know us being millennials and having like access to a cell phone or a computer and stuff you know that was not just common, you know, like right. I remember when I just wanted a camera, like I just want a camera, yeah. I just want final cut, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I think that has always been like um, a challenge, just not just for me, but I just feel like in the black community, which is why I, I can appreciate grants and stuff to like save the arts and stuff because yeah, like I, if I didn't have my camera or like my green screen or, you know, just things Ooh. to like help me, create yeah in this generation I don't know and I don't know how they did it back then you Mm -hmm. know because I wasn't back then but so I would say that has been a challenge of making sure that I have funding to see you know the next project through or um material that I need like just making Mm -hmm. sure that I always have everything I need and God always provides. Like I look back at old statuses of like, if I could just get a um, a MacBook Pro, you know, whatever. I'm like, right. wow. Like, you know, like so yeah. God has provided. Um, and so now it's like, okay, studio, like, you know, the, the next big thing, you know, like so yeah, um having a consistent flow of like income or um yeah, yeah, just income yeah. and stuff is a challenge for sure. Um, yeah. So I've been studying ways to, to go about that because um, I was watching Zendaya on the Actors Roundtable and she was just saying, it's a business. Like, yeah, you know, you can have the talent, you can mm-hmm. have the gift, you know, but it's also a business. And so that's something that I'm making sure that I'm doing my research on. Like, yeah, I don't ever want to be in a position where I can't create because I can't afford anything, you know, yeah. so. yeah. Yeah, people yeah. really that aren't just say that maybe they're creative, but they're not really in uh, like at the center of an artistic community or around that conversation. They really don't understand how much, um, you know, resources and funding, how important that is to creatives, um, mm-hmm. not just because we need it to get things done in the world, but it drains so much of our creative energy when we have to concentrate on every angle, every side of a thing. Um, and, and it's so funny because I've talked to people that kind of, you know, push creatives to the side, you know, like it's a, it's a nice to have, but everything, everything people enjoy in the world has some tor- sort of artistic aspect. Yeah. And if it were not for artists, if it were not creative for creatives, um, the world, I don't, I don't know if society would be as in, as enjoyable. And that's been so since the beginning of time. When, when COVID first happened, I, I think I put this um, quote on my Instagram 
and it got like um it got like 700 likes or whatever um and i i literally just i found it on twitter it was going viral i just made like a meme for it mm -hmm. and put it on my um instagram hold on one second let me find it because it, it pretty much just wraps up exactly what you're speaking to mm -hmm. um hold on one second Take which my instagram is really nikki tv shameless hey. plug <laughs> oh, that's what we're here for nikki nikki tv really nikki tv really yep. nikki tv yeah okay. okay so the quote um is right here it says as you binge watch your 10th Netflix series or read a book or sleep to music, remember this. In the darkest days when everything stopped, you turn to artists. Mm. And that's pretty much what you're saying. Like, even if you are, have no, like, creative bone in your body. Yeah. When you get off work, you probably are going to go watch Grey's Anatomy. You're probably going to indulge in um, some art or, you like, you know, yeah. something that, like, that feeds your soul. And that comes from artists who yeah. need to be funded to yeah. create these things. Read a book, you know, yeah. like, so, so, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, I also think people kind of overlook how artistic they are too. Everybody does something creative or artistic. And um, it's, it's just a shame that when you look at school systems, if funding is low, mm -hmm. you know, art and the creative outlets are like the first thing to go. Yeah. And, and, and I understand both sides of the conversation, but I think about myself as a kid. And if I had not had choir, you know, mm -hmm. um, arts and crafts, even music, yeah, it, it, it would have been. I don't know what the I would have done. Yeah, all of that. <laughs> I don't know all what I would have done. Yeah, so um, wow. You so, would have been like uh, Rita. I'm so sad too. You you would have been sneaking, sneaking, and, and doing it. So Rita <laughs> Louise Watson, you get your hat in this house right now. <laughs> you got homework to do. Yes, that would have been me. Um. What about the mindset of a creator? Yeah. You know, because I feel like we go through those highs and lows. We create something mm -hmm. and we see it, we produce it. Mm -hmm. And then like two days later, it's like, what's my next thing? Yeah. What, what, what do I do? What, what's coming next? Yeah. Um, and some of us is more extreme than others. But for those times where you do hit those lows, mm -hmm. how, how do you overcome that? And I know maybe I'm sounding really abstract now to people, but if, if you're a creative, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Those, yeah. those dips that you take um, a lot of times right after a, a really high. So yep. how do you overcome those lows, those places where mm -hmm. you just are searching, looking for, you're not really sure. It just feels like you're suspended in air. How do yeah. You so for me, it's weird. Like when I, when I hit a, a low, um, I realized that that is probably my next project, whatever is causing that low, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> so, so for example, um, my husband and I, we are working on a documentary yet, like a mini documentary that we're filming next week, um, a day in a life of, and it's called Unproductive because being home with a toddler during this whole year, it'll be a year next month, we have been quote unquote unproductive. And so just showing people what it's like. And I realized I wanted to do it because constantly in staff meetings, you know, I work for the church on the side part-time. I will always be like complaining, like, 
oh, we don't have a sitter, and oh, you know, my parents are high risk, nobody understands, and so then it's just like a light bulb went off, like, oh, this is the my next project to show yeah. people, um, so that's one, and then when we were trying to conceive, it took like two years to get pregnant, and I remember during that time, I like wrote out a script of a, a couple, like a black couple, because I had one on YouTube and it was just like um, white people just sharing their testimony, but it wasn't an actual like um, film. You could see like what is uh, insensitive for a couple trying to conceive. Mm-hmm. And so I just reconstructed the script um, to make it COVID friendly, but I'm working on having that 10 minute film to come out for um, Black Maternal Health Week in April. And so just like, those are two examples that I'm realizing that like the pain, that whatever's causing me that pain is probably my next production. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> well, and, and it may not be right away, but I'll just write it down. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, this is, this is gonna be something. I don't know what it is, but it's going to be something. Even like small stuff, like coming outside and seeing everybody got a boot on our car. Yeah. You know, like it's this everywhere. Is a, doc- a documentary, yes. right? You know what I'm saying? Like, why are y'all coming into Black urban neighborhoods and giving people boots? Like, what is the wow. real issue? You know yeah. what I'm saying? So yeah. things like that, things that like irk me and, and cause me um, great sadness and, mm. and things like that. I know that, okay, this is going to be something. You know, we've experienced that too. Like, you know how like, Back in the day, you'd be sitting sitting home, like probably crying about something, and like as an artist, like, oh, this would be a nice close up if yeah. somebody like. <laughs> See, because and and people don't understand that, and they think you're being un- insensitive, but yeah. it's just the way the mind works, yeah. and and you're present, and you're in the moment, and it's like, wow, this is really, this is really bad, or this is really sad. You're very empathetic because you're, yeah. you know, that's yeah. a lot of where your juices come from, but at the same time your mind is compartmentalizing and crafting a story and looking at the angle. Cause I know, I mean, just, you know, I mean, we could be in a room at an event where the saddest thing just happened <laughs> and we're like, wow, if we just had a light right there. Yeah. Yeah. If somebody, if somebody just played if this somebody song, to get this tear from like, right. we're framing shots, we're blocking shots. Yeah. And yeah. It, and it's it, like you said, even like, like literally, like you could be at a funeral and you could be like, I, this is going in my next. Okay. So what they just said, I need to like, that's a yeah. line. And that, you will you know, pull out like, your phone, get on Google and, 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 and look up words you just heard. What does this yeah. mean? How can I put this in a, in a story and a script? It's, it's a little bit of an attention deficit <laughs> sometimes. Literally. <laughs> just bounce from one thing to another, but that's how the creative process happened. And I love what you said a few minutes ago, just almost like that pendulum. You know, you have that high and then you swing back to the low, but you know now that oftentimes that means this is going to be my next, mm-hmm. my next creation. And something else that I'm learning, because um, I... I'm doing like a semi-social media fast. So like mm-hmm. I take it off my phone Monday through Friday. I, I try not to peek in, mm-hmm. um, but I do social media for my church. So I'll end up yeah. putting it back on my phone. And like, oh, wait, no, don't scroll, you know? Yeah. But th- it's been helpful though. Um, I'm learning that 
art, and this is a conversation that um, Melissa Kimball from Black Creatives on Twitter mm -hmm. was saying, like, if everybody is so interested in trying to brand, then who's making the art? You know, ah, like, it, yeah. if we're just brands, then we're the artists. And so, I, and then somebody else said something that sort of kind of like, whoo, okay, that broke me free. You know, like, your project, your production, um, the audience that you have is the audience that needs to hear it. Because so many times that low may come from, oh, I wanted this to go viral, or I wanted, you know what I'm saying, like, so-and-so or whatever to, to share it or whatever, but yeah. it's like, no, who, whoever was meant to hear that, your network that you built, your tribe, that, that's for them, and then like John Singleton said, a quote that I, I carry near dear to my heart, I'm on to the next project. I'm on to the next story. Yeah. Like I got that out in the air. I, and I, I released all the stuff I could do. And, and I'm it's on not to mine story. anymore. Once you release it, it's like, it's, it's not yours anymore. Who finds it, finds it. And yeah. sometimes we put stuff out there and we, we just look at the responses that we get from people. So maybe someone yeah. shared it, retweeted it, shouted you out. Maybe it went viral. Maybe it did not. But we still have no clue how many people are impacted by the things that we do. And mm -hmm. I always wonder, is that even my responsibility? You know, um, yeah. to put something out there and worry about I, I think that's too much of a burden, you know. That's so good. The gift, the gift it creates, you release, and then it's not ours anymore. And I'll, almost every time, it'll be maybe a year or two later, and I bump into somebody in Target that I mm -hmm. barely know. And they're like, you know what? Something you posted or something you said, or I came and mm -hmm. I saw your show or whatever, and I was meaning to tell you that blah, 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 blah. And you're like, yep. wow. <laughs> you yep. know and I was freaking out thinking that it, I, my work wasn't doing its job yeah and, and oftentimes that's just not the truth we have to stay focused on what we do and that's create create and why and then focus on why you do it too yeah yeah like I I had to have that prayer again just this week like Lord yeah. let me do it because you've called me to do it and I love to do it yeah you know what I'm saying because you could get caught up in like very Emmys and you know like going live and and getting my makeup done and photo shoots and things of that and it's like yes that stuff is fun you know mm -hmm. and yes I would love to experience that but if I'm working for that then my heart is not in the right place and God yeah. is probably not gonna make me let me go as far as I could go as opposed to man I really just want to tell this story of a black couple trying to conceive because that's on my heart you know what I'm saying? As opposed to like, I want this and that. And so like literally just why do you want to do this? And yeah. what is, is your heart in the right place and work from that area? Like yeah. if nobody sees this, I still did it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I, still I did it. So you mentioned COVID earlier. How has COVID mm -hmm. impacted your creative output, your flow, your process? Um, maybe it's helped it a little bit, maybe it's hindered it. Um, I know you have a personal experience with that as well. <laughs> so right, I'm, I'm looking like. Well, first of all, yeah. I had COVID. Yeah, <laughs> test positive. Oh Lord. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was that was intense. But prior to to testing um, positive for COVID, it 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 was hard to create. Mm. Um, it was just hard. I 
you know, India is here all day, every day. She wants to play. She wants, she doesn't understand, you know, so it's, that's the issue. Um, I remember Rashida, Rashida is my, my friend. She's a writer, uh, Rashida Brady in Hollywood. And she was like, you have to write. Like, I know, I know, I know you're shy to song, but because when the world opens back up, you're going to want to have scripts. You're going to want to like, you have to push through and write. Um, and so then getting COVID, um, I don't call it being on my deathbed. I call it being, being on my COVID bed. Mm. Um, I just remember like, okay, so many things I thought I cared about. I just don't care about, wow. you know, like, yeah. like, like including like the Instagram stuff and just, just stuff. It's like, I don't, I don't care about this. Wow. Like, I just, I just wow. want to be the best me I can be and I want to operate fully in my gifts mm-hmm. all the other foolish petty I just don't care about it you know because mm-hmm. I don't know if this stuff is going to progress I'm going to be on a ventilator like you just yeah. it puts things in perspective. perspective and so after it because I had it like January 1st to like the 12th or whatever so now I feel like I have the eye of the tiger mm-hmm. like the what like took Facebook and Instagram off my phone, finished a script, um, working on the show at Victory Gardens, like just doing, like connecting with agents. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, I feel like that experience sort of kind of woke me up. Like, what are you doing? You know? And my, my coach, my acting coach, I was, you know, grieving to her. Like, I just don't have time to write. And again, she was like, I I don't believe that. I, I think God is I think God is giving you time. You gotta find mm-hmm. it. And literally I was like scrolling one day, like, oh, this is your time. Like, mm-hmm. take that stuff off your phone. Like, even if it's 10 minutes of writing, that's better than none all day, you know? Yeah. yeah. And so so co- like having COVID, living through COVID, I think it's sort of kind of like created a beast in me. Mm-hmm. And then it's like it's a it's a what is the word I'm looking for whatever so it's weird because it's catch 2020 so catch on 2020. one hand <laughs> whatever I like that yeah I, I, I think I have COVID. normally uh, but 2020 is I like that I may have COVID brain it's like a real thing you can't brain fog whatever yeah. it is but so on one hand more doors are opening because of COVID you know, yeah. like people are are more willing to like give you an opportunity or listen to you or respond back, or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But then on the other hand, it's like, okay, so this door opened, but this sucks because can't nobody come? Sit, like everything is virtual, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So it's yeah. like right. this door open, but I can't meet with this person because blah, blah, blah. So yeah. it's it's weird, but it's definitely like I was watching, um, Kev on stage show last mm-hmm. night. Um, shout the, out to the Kev. Your dis- right, shout out yeah. to our friend Kev. <laughs> he was in our, our clubhouse room. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I was um, watching the, the Keep Your Distance comedy show and <laughs> some of the artists were saying, shoot, life been good for me since COVID. Got that stimulus. Got that. That stimmy? Got that stimmy? Like, I mean, it was like life shoot. It, it, it leveled the plan. Yeah, it <laughs> did. Said, every, I was able to catch up to the world, get my license back. <laughs> yes. 
so it, it's a very oh it's a it's a fascinating time and I don't mm-hmm. use the word fascinating to mean that everything is just beautiful about it but it's fascinating in terms of how many different ways you can look at it and how many different things are happening that seem to conflict with each other um I know 2020 for me was the greatest year Mm because it just burnt so many new things but it was also very hard tough painful year yeah at the same time yep all within less than 12 months so Mm -hmm. people are tired but they're also really inspired so um you talked about your I believe you called her your coach or your mentor earlier yeah Mm -hmm. okay how important do you think that is in the industry um so her name is Deanna Reed Foster shout out to Deanna Deanna. she's a beast She's a beast for real. Yeah. She's another uh, actress. We go to the same church um, here in Chicago. She's directing my show uh, at Victory Gardens, the Black Monologues coming up. Um, it's very important because first of all, what whatever I thought I was doing prior to having her, whatever acting I thought, <laughs> I look at that stuff now like, ew, like who, what, what am I doing? Like, she has she has taught me how to really look at a script and really bring it out like bring everything out and then her method is um Meisner training and so it's we don't act we live Mm. so she'll stop me like you're acting right now and it's to the point now where now I realize it and I'll start over, you know, just whatever. Like I'm not being true to this character right now. I'm I'm acting. I'm Nikki trying to be Mary as opposed to I'm Mary. I'm Mary. You know? And so um she, yes, that that has transformed every every script that I approach now. It's like if I have to do a, a video submission. It's gonna be ten takes until I actually mm-hmm. am act and not acting. You right. know, like because I know, and some people like there have, there have been moments where like yes, I was in my head, and yeah. they probably didn't know, you know. But she has like get given me such a reverence for the the script and a reverence for the art that it's like you're not supposed to be acting. You need mm-hmm. to live this thing, you know. And so it's important because you don't you don't see your blind spots, you know. Even when it's like yes. she's like, "Why are you doing that with your hand?" I was like, "Oh, I didn't even realize I did that when I, you know, like just stuff that you don't see mm-hmm. about yourself. Like they will help you pull it out. And you know, you talked about it. Like it's hard, you know. Like it's very hard. Yeah. They'll make you cry, you know, because mm-hmm. like you, they're like you'll hit them. right Literally. for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I, it's like you don't see I'm giving my shit. best. Yes. I think that you know what I mean. It, it, it's very offensive. Oh yeah, <laughs> I've held back tears plenty of times, and then like, but like right in that moment, it's like okay, because you're about to push through. You you're about yeah. to break through something. So like, don't if you got to come back, we can come back to this in ten minutes, take a break. But you there, you know, and yeah. so. I think everybody should have a coach or a mentor if you need one. And even just like the business of it, you know? So like, let's just say, okay, she wasn't 
you know, giving me lessons. Like one time our lesson consisted of the business of acting. So just knowing like, you know, stuff about the union and knowing, you know, mm-hmm. like how, how to submit my resume, how to turn down a role, you know, like mm-hmm. just things that are like, will take you to another level of being professional because it's not just all, oh, you, she can, you know, do that monologue. It's, it's more yeah. to the business. So if you want to go to the next level, you definitely need somebody who, who's been there and yeah. who can like tell you what to do and how to do it. You yeah. know, it, it's so important because we don't see everything. We don't see everything. It, it's impossible. Even, even if you don't even have a mentor, if you just mm-hmm. record yourself doing something in a moment, you'll say, oh my gosh, I didn't know I smacked my lips like that. Or I didn't know I said, um, so many times, or I didn't know I had this weird twitch you know what I mean? in, in my right eye. And, but beyond those things, like you said, she'll catch you and say, you're acting right now. You know, you're mm-hmm. not really living as mm-hmm. the character. It's something about coaches that teach us to like you were talking about we'll hit a point where it's like breaking down almost to the point of getting angry like this hurts this is uncomfortable Mm -hmm. but you're right at that breakthrough for that Mm -hmm. performance it's something about coaches that teaches us how to sit in our vulnerability yes for some reason even though we know that as performers mm-hmm. going into it that that's the place we need to get to it's still tough it like takes yeah. us a, a while to really sit in that and be okay with it and then after we cry and ugly cry and you know say that you know maybe I don't even want to do this anymore or you're not really <laughs> seeing me for the talent that I am you know we go through all those things yep. and at the end of it we find out wow here now here we are now yep. here we are if you're hitting those rough points where you feel like I'm giving it, I'm giving it, I'm giving it, and it's still not good enough, there's always a deeper level mm-hmm. you can reach. And I mentorship, yeah, mentorship is super duper important. So shout mm-hmm. out to all those people that um, have these dreams and goals for themselves, but also mm-hmm. take the time to cultivate other people because it's yes. so needed. And I tuned into your live um what did yeah. you call it it was a live uh coaching uh, session uh, that you did on yeah, instagram uh, yeah a live coaching session yep that was fire that Man. was so inspiring it and, was and- for those who don't know tanikia and her acting coach mentor did a live stream coaching session so Tanikia mm-hmm. was doing um a monologue and diana was giving her real-time feedback and just what she talked about starting over going back correction was happening right there everybody could see it mm-hmm. I was so proud of you but I was <laughs> like oh my gosh what is going on um it was so good and you could see right there on the screen that mm-hmm. character go from a to z and get Crazy. more and more and more real and authentic that was so good so Crazy. I don't know if you still have that posted on your page but it's, it's on my Instagram yeah okay. go, go check it out and it it was like that I think going back to the live element right yeah I think if that was her and I in her living room it probably would have taken longer to for me to break through wow. but there is something about knowing that there is an audience watching you that you find mm-hmm. it quicker. Like yes. I can't waste your time. And yes. you know what I'm saying? Like yes. I need this audience to, to be engaged with. Cause it was like, 
I was like, oh, she was like, oh, we done. I'm like, yeah. It, and I mean, I, I would definitely say like training has allowed me to get there quicker too. But mm-hmm. I definitely realized like the audience was definitely a huge part of like, okay, we're gonna find this yeah. quick. Yeah, and you know, <laughs> and you know, once you release it, it's out there, and and it's yeah. it's something which is why I think performers fall in love with the stage and theater because it mm-hmm. does help us to reach this place in ourselves. And we know once I put this out here, I don't have to sit in a room with it by myself. Somebody <laughs> is going to receive it and respond to it. So there's this strange magic. I don't even want to call it magic, but there's this strange thing, this chemistry that happens and it's beautiful. And it's, it's the creative. best thing ever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. It really is. How, because you are a woman of God, you are a woman of faith. (laughs) Um, How important is that to your creative journey and how much does your faith um, sort of inform what you do? Yeah, that's so interesting because, you know, I, I personally operate under the belief that God is ordering my steps and the scripture he he gives seed to the to the sower um and and all that um but then on the other hand you see people who the scripture of gift comes gifts come without repentance and they're just doing whatever you know it's like they're just doing what they do Mm-hmm. Yeah, doing what they do, no conviction, like whatever, and and successful. Mm-hmm. And so I'm always like, you know, what, like, what, God, where do you fit in to all of this, you know, with me? Because I'm not, you know, a, a Christian actress or anything like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and, and especially when it comes to storytelling, like, I'm not gonna not curse. I'm not gonna not write this character with a curse word because I'm being true to this character you know and so yeah when I sum it all up I do believe for me uh, it's my purpose I feel like God has purposed me to be a storyteller um and that's that's where I I find the the strength to keep going you know like because sometimes you'd be like man should I just be a nurse because this is hard like so you know but then it's like okay I definitely feel like and not to say being a nurse is not hard. I'm just saying, like, you know, you just yeah. have like it's such a different a, kind of heart. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so so definitely being a woman of God, I I I know that God has has called me to tell stories um yeah. through acting and through writing. Um, but then even like the the older I get and even the more I I'm in certain circles and things like that, I, I realize that like even that is like fleeting you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. like you know it's 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 weird uh because I had an experience where like being around all that like you realize that at the end of the day people need God you know so like yeah. it's it's not fulfilling you know like it's it's fulfilling to do what God has called you to do but specifically in this industry if you if you get caught up in the hoopla of stuff you see quick that it's not fulfilling. I, I remember when I blogged about that. I went to like, I was, um, my friend Ruth, she had won like a getaway. Um, remember that years ago? And we went to like 
Beverly Hills and stuff and, and Ruth chose me to come with her Shout and out it to was Ruth. like yes a, and it was like a top it was like a fashion show and stuff and mm-hmm. it was at some house in Beverly Hills and it was so many like you know um BC C-list celebrities and stuff and I was like there and I remember like specifically like God in that moment like speaking to me and like I'm I'm trying to enjoy the ambiance and I'm looking like oh that's so and so from basketball wise you know like (laughs) and it was just on my heart so heavy God was like don't get caught up in this it's all smokescreen you know like they are sad too Mm. they are hurting as well like they need God so like don't let this this you know what I'm saying like impress you so much because yeah. I was so impressed with Hollywood and you know mm-hmm. the studios and like going on yeah. set and you know yeah. and he was like at the end of the day like it's smoke screen like it's don't let that yeah so it's a fine line for for me it's a fine line of like being a writer actress and then okay but making sure that like I am human woman of God like you know what I'm saying yeah fine line so yeah and I'm still finding it (laughs) I'm still yeah it's 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 so difficult sometimes because you look at certain uh superstars icons Mm -hmm. and you find people on both sides of that you know people who Uh are steadfast and stick to a very stringent you know, mm-hmm. guideline where I'm not doing certain things. I'm mm-hmm. even if they're not overly religious or religious at all. Mm-hmm. You know, like Will Smith, for instance. I believe he grew up Catholic, but I that's not in the forefront of of what he. Yeah. Does. But he had certain things that he just would not do. Oh um, wow! Many many years, you know, certain words that he wouldn't say, certain things that he wouldn't do on screen. Um, or you look at Cicely Tyson, who made man rest in power to to, to the queen we're not gonna talk about that because that'll take that's a whole nother episode I'm happy, have to I'm, come back I'm and talk about that I, i'm gonna just yeah. say i didn't i didn't necessarily grieve her as much as chad because yeah. she lived a, long a full life. life a full life a full but life if we talk about chad like i, will, I know like, be I on know. the floor I know, so, yeah, I know. Okay. But we look at people um, <laughs> like Cicely Tyson, who mm-hmm. from the very, very beginning knew mm-hmm. there are certain things that I'm not doing. And my gift is going to be used yep. intentionally to only boost certain types of Im- images for Black women. And yeah. um, the impact of those decisions, I mean, it, oh, we could go on and on and on. I'll get lost talking about Cicely Tyson but then you look at other performers who mm-hmm. you know share more, you know talking more religious now share the same faith same beliefs grew up the same know the same worship mm-hmm. songs and they do everything from a to z and once their performance is done they're a completely different person you know so yeah. it's, it's I think for a lot of um to say Christian creatives coming up that sometimes takes a long time to figure out what your line is or if you have a line if you're able to fully separate there's something it's weird because um Sade and I was talking about this yesterday Mm because you know I was saying how Kevin Stage was saying that you know he uh, he allows people like 
comics to curse on his show, on his uh, comedy show, because he was like, I was, you know, trying to be respectful to my Christian audience because I'm a Christian. But he's yeah. like, I realized that a lot of Christian watch stuff with cursing anyway. So it was just yeah. like, whatever. And so he was like, I got to a point where I ha- I am now authentically me. And mm-hmm. I feel like a lot, of, a lot of people who are Christian and very like, um, you know, noticeable on Instagram and, and share their lives and stuff, they're trying to like figure out what, like how much can I share mm-hmm. that is me, you know, and I won't be judged for, like, I, I remember when Sade said, um, we were like in like a branding session or something and they were going around a room saying, well, this is how I interpret your brand. And so people mm-hmm. were saying stuff to me, like Ooh, I interpret good. this, I interpret this. Um, is that, is that what you're trying to like give off? And I remember when Sade was like, um, there is, there's definitely an element of Tiana Taylor to Nikki's brand, and she hasn't showed it. <laughs> and I look at her like, <laughs> very few people will know that. Yes. Like, how did you pick up, you know, on that? And it made me look at stuff that I was sharing. It was like, people would just think I was like an activist. Like, people... People wouldn't think that I was goofy well, yeah, and silly yeah. or sensual and, and yeah. like to like show some some skin. Yeah. And so it challenged me like because everything, you know, those Christian principles that sometimes are, are rooted in scripture and then sometimes are rooted in like bad theology. I was like, why am I not like why am I scared to show a crop top? Like why? Yeah. It's, why? It's- you know, it's, it's so, oh my goodness, it's, I, so it's I'm crazy. I'm getting through that mentally. Like, even with when I post the monologue and I like, she cuss and she go off and say, and our police ain't doing shit. And I posted on Facebook yeah. and Instagram with all my parents and all of people who I grew up in church to see. Cause it's like, first of all, you shouldn't look at that and see me anyway. Right. You should see this woman who's giving this monologue about her child missing. Yeah. And here ain't missing. Yeah. So if you stuck on that cuss word, then you're not seeing the art. But yeah. I'm just like slowly like busting out from that. Even me sharing a glass of wine on Instagram, it's like, yes, I drink wine. You know, like this is what I do. I, I I think that's the cry of so many people, and not just artists and creatives, but the society is being pushed to a greater level of authenticity, and we can see that just with different things that have been exposed been talked about just in the past year with uh different leaders people that we look up to icons and um I think so I think we're just beginning to see the end of celebrity culture and Mm -hmm. I don't mean that we won't have celebrities I mean making celebrities even of ourselves just the ideology of I need an image I need this Mm -hmm. face in order to really be seen so we have people who are going through that but then we also have the audience which we're also a part of sometimes when we're looking at other people and we're forcing audiences to we're challenging them to really be critical thinkers and 
questions and not move so fast. So I think that's one of the blessings that that we've had during this like quarantine life. Yeah, a lot of people to sit still and cultivate their ears and their eyes. Yeah. What are you really seeing? Are are you seeing something that would that's like easily offensive to you, or is this a performer, someone who's who's resting and cultivating their craft? So. It's I love that. I, I, I like to think like that, but I really do think this is the beginning of the end of that whole <laughs> facade. Yep. Tell you, believe what I'm saying. And then behind the scenes, we're dying because mm-hmm. we don't have a space to really be in. Yeah. Um, and, and going back to that conversation, you, you were saying something about, oh, I post my glass of wine or, or my crop top, you know, everybody's gonna look at me strange girl I have so many stories which is why I limit what I share even now on social media I posted one picture in a swimsuit first of all I didn't I didn't wear a swimsuit a bikini until I was in my 30s I did not wear one Um, not not even in real life let alone posting it yeah Um, because I was extremely you know I, I was a church girl I was I was a BK and I just thought this is too much for me. So I wasn't even comfortable with my own body. And I, I finally posted a picture of myself on the beach one time and I got so many text messages. You should take this down. I mean, oh, and it totally sent me into like a confused state where I felt like, okay, I have to choose now. Even if this is a mistake, quote unquote, even if it, if, if this is a mistake, I have to be willing to walk in that and just see, mm-hmm. you know, I think we get to a point where we're just tired. And it's like, I don't, this is what it is. And some stuff is also very, I feel like generational and where we Absolutely. are, we have language that our grandmothers did not have. So like self-care, self-affirmation, even the power of a selfie, like, that is a political statement in a sense it is. for for people who have struggled with confidence and absolutely like, you know what I'm saying. And so I think sometimes people they just don't understand that world because I've mm-hmm. I've had elders and stuff just they don't get it and it's like yeah because you when you were younger like we had, you had a VCR so you, you don't really get our how we express ourselves. But if I could go back in the seventies. You had that bandana uh, up, up for your shirt, you know, like. And you so had a neckline down to here with the jumpsuit yeah, on. Yeah, exactly. Pro. So it's like, yeah. that was how you express yourself. You, you just did not have this technology to capture it. But you probably would have captured it, you yeah. know. So yeah. it's definitely a, a communication um what is it? I told you COVID, COVID brain. I, yeah. I gotta, I, whatever. But yeah, so it's, it's a disconnect there yes. for sure. Um, and then when you add church culture on there, it's like an entire disconnect. So It's an entire disconnect. Oh my goodness. The language, like you're saying, a lot yeah. of generations past just did not have that language. And, uh, so now it's like, if, if you say, I'm just having, I'm just having a not so good moment and I need to, I need to cry, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. you better pick yourself up. You strong, put your big girl panties on, get it done. And it's, I saw this post by this woman the other day and I don't know if I saved it, but she said something so 
powerful. She basically said something about being a strong black woman. And at the end of it, mm-hmm. she said, that's not, she said, I'm tired. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am tired of being strong. I'm tired of acting like none of it matters. That, yep. that the words people say don't matter. I have to have this image. I am tired. And I think- but Somebody said something about pushing through too. And I was like, I don't want to tell people to push through. Take a break. Yeah. Take a break. Take a don't break. Don't tell me to push through sometimes. Well, I've been pushing- forever yeah <laughs> who's an unsung hero of hollywood in your opinion who deserves their flowers there's so many people but just uh, pick one who's an unsung I'm hero googling, i'm googling to make sure i say the name right um okay yes uh michael t williamson is and I and I've tweeted about this so oh, many times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He is definitely an unsung hero in my book. He went from playing um Troy and Wade Sexhale, right? Mm-hmm. You know, when, when Robin threw the orange. Um, he played Bubba in, in Forrest Gump. Phenomenal. Um, and then he he played Gabe in um uh, Fences, like the way this man is able to transform and, and become characters and actually live it, I I think we are we're missing we're missing it. We're missing the greatness of well, I mean, probably not because he's booked, but I think mainstream Hollywood is missing it. He should be up there with Denzel for wow, sure. That's such a like, good one. Yeah. Yeah, I always tweet it like every time something, something you know about one of those films are out. I, I, it's like a, a recycled tweet I do yeah. of him, and he he actually wrote me back and was like, "Thank you so much." So, oh my gosh, he got his flowers. Yes, wow, <laughs> I think that's so important to do, and I'm gonna start giving more flowers. Yeah, I'm gonna start giving more flowers because it it doesn't matter that I'm a little low cherishing and nobody knows me, whatever. But it it matters to the person that's they there. It really it. does. They need they, and they need deserve to it. Know. They deserve yeah, it. They need to know that you see, like you see their work, like you said, like it could be years later where somebody's like, "Man, that that really blessed me. You were really good in that." Um, somebody else, girl, it'd be so many, so many gems on Twitter. Somebody else said that too. Like, um, start telling people you appreciate their work more. Yes. Because that's also how you build the community that we talked about, right? Mm-hmm. So it's one thing to just be like, hey, let's all work together, as opposed to like, I really like what you did there. I, I, that's cool. So when you do want to work with them, you're not mm-hmm. a stranger because they were yeah. like, oh, yeah, she, she's been sort of kind of talking to me you know for a while about how she likes my you know style of filmmaking or whatever so yeah 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 yeah, get some of that flowers. and yeah tap into that psychological conversation like if you actually look at what people do and if you know a little bit about maybe their personal journey or story or testimony or whatever mm-hmm. if you sit for two minutes you can put two and two together and just say this person must have been experiencing how were they able to to produce all of that going through what they were going through perfect example chat with bozeman who we won't talk too much about because <laughs> that's still a sensitive <laughs> subject for both of us but people were so cruel to him just months before yeah. we found out this devastating news and then when you look back on it and see everything that he was able to do with so much gravitas mm-hmm. so much 
excellence. You know, give it your all in these auditions. You know what I'm saying? Like you got, I could be tired or whatever, but like in in honor of him, leave it all on the stage. Yeah, here we go. Here you go. Stage. I want to talk a little bit about um, the woman, the girl, the princess of your house. Really, um, the one who really makes. <laughs> go around because i want to talk a little bit about your personal life so uh for those who don't know nikki has a beautiful daughter named india summer uh she is so cute and so funny india is so animated she's so animated i remember the last time i saw her (laughs) we were sitting outside of your church and yes, you, yeah. you walked away to go do something. You're like, India, stay right here. You know, you're okay. You're fine. You told me to keep an eye on her. And then she's like, no, mommy, mommy, mommy. I, I want my mommy. And I'm like, no, she, she's coming back. And I gave her all these like words, <laughs> and, like affirmation. And she sat there and she paused and she said, okay, but I want her. <laughs> like, I don't care what you're talking about. <laughs> I want her. <laughs> she's so funny. What do you... What do you see for her? Do you see her getting into, you know, an artistic lane? Do you see that yes. as, as her path? Yes. How much absolutely. of yourself do you see in India? It's she, she is, I, I feel like sometimes I'm like, are you a director? Because she'll be like, she'll she'll say something like, mm-hmm. nah, nah, nah. Uh, you say it. And I'm like, I don't want to say it. And it's just like, <laughs> no, you, you knew it, you know? Yeah. And then like, she'll... Uh, one of her favorite scenes from Frozen 2 is when Anna and Elsa are reunited and and she's like, you know, I thought I lost you. Lost you? And every time she watches it, she walks up to me. I have to be um, uh, Anna mm-hmm. and she's Elsa and she's looking at the screen and like like at the end, they're like, we're going to do it together. And like they put their, their heads together and they're like, good. And she's like, together and I'm like yeah like and then she's like again you know like so she's already acting out stuff directing um yeah like she the only thing is she has to she's three and so I'm just trying to see like if that's really what she wants you know Mm -hmm. wants to do uh because she'll do it at home but like let's say if she got booked for something she will waste their money like they will be like okay we gotta recast (laughs) you know because like and she's getting a little better. Like I've been mm-hmm. testing it. Like, okay, sing this to them. And she'll do a happy birthday. But okay, she's doing, you know, mm-hmm. but absolutely she is a drama queen. And so yeah. she will probably make it like before me. Like she'll probably make it like <laughs> next next year. She'll I mean, she's already it. gone viral, right? She has 1.7 million views on her video of her laughing. That is okay? crazy laughing so yeah but I mean I'm, I'm like if that's I want to be the type of parent that's like okay let's just try what you want everything you know because she's also she also told me she wanted to be a policeman the other day and I was like you want to be a policeman yeah <laughs> and she was like I want to stop the bad guy I don't know where she's uh, getting this stuff I think YouTube it's the, it's the heart it's the heart yeah, that I yeah. hear yeah I want to be a policeman so uh so I'm like whatever she wants to do I just want to be the parent who like expose her to different stuff you know because you you find out later on like oh I could have got paid for that that's a job you know so yeah so (laughs) whatever she want to do but she's definitely uh 
in the right household if she wants to be an actress for sure <laughs> she can't help but do something i mean she's got it honest her mom does everything her dad is an artist as well yes um a musician grandparents on both sides are creative crazy. i mean it it's crazy like <laughs> I, <laughs> but I, after all that she'd probably be like i would like to um go be a scientist and study space and my, like what like what <laughs> go for it go for it I love it yeah. so shout out to India Summer I'm sure she'll hear this episode one day um so what are you currently working on um so today after we wrap up um uh, while India and Steve are gone I have to finish writing um these monologues for the black monologues which is going to be April 10th at Victory Gardens Theater it's going to be a virtual event um we've been doing that for like three years with them um so yeah I have to finish that um and then I am working next week on the documentary Mm -hmm. um unproductive just showing being in a house with two parents who are creative and a toddler Mm -hmm. that's brilliant yes and then I'm doing no due date so it's the 10 minute film that shows um a woman and her husband trying to conceive, but that has been reconstructed. So it's really just the lead character um, and like outside sources, but say a safe way to like film that because of COVID. So that's going to be out in April because that's, um, that's also April because of Black Maternal Health Week. So um, the documentary will be out in March. The show for Victory Gardens is April and then the 10 minute film is April. And then I am learning uh, this a few weeks ago. I said, okay, you have to break stuff up. So there are other things I want to work on, like coming down a pipe. But I said, I can't think about it until um, June, you know, because like, you know, you don't want to like, ah, I want to do everything right now, you know. So there are other like characters I feel trying to rise up to write, you know, 10 minute plays or full length plays and just other ideas I have for like stories but I said until this is done get this done get it out there market Mm -hmm. like do all that stuff take a break May and in June you can start thinking because mental space is huge people underestimate how much um energy something in your mind can take like you know what I'm saying we could we could start right there yes (laughs) just having to think about stuff it like it, it it takes up a lot of space and so I'm learning as a creative to like break up stuff in seasons like think about this after you're done done doing this now you can think about this mm-hmm. so yeah so that's what I have coming up um so March April is like a full a full month full months for me are you um first of all I can't wait for all of that and are you <laughs> looking for talent for for these productions at all or have you already uh, yeah okay. yeah for the for this uh 10 minute film yeah okay for so- um for the show at victory i think uh diana already knows the actors that she wants to use and stuff yeah. but for the film yeah okay okay so at the end of the you episode we'll get- no i was asking for everybody oh okay <laughs> i was asking for everybody 
like if, if you want to do something just say the word i'm i'm slowly getting back into that whole world so we'll see yeah. but i wanted to know for everybody because i know people listening maybe they want to yeah. connect with you and and try to see if they can be a part so we'll talk about how you guys can connect with tanika okay. in a few moments what word of advice would you give for a creative of any sort that's trying to produce something trying to birth something right now and they're either going through a dry spell or rut maybe their life is out of whack what do you do to get back into your your place so like what words of inspiration could you share um I don't know I don't know if this, this is words of inspiration mm-hmm. but for me it it takes getting out of the 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 space that I'm in so like I'm huge on nature I love nature I love being in a great outdoors I love the water I love walking seeing trees like all of that hiking and so I think if you're in a creative rut sometimes you just have to like get out of that space for a while you know like and and because some like the thing, that's the thing about creativity too. Like there's so many elements that are working together to tell a story or to, for me to tell a story. And so I may be in a rut and, you know, I, the way I get out of that rut is probably not writing some more. It's probably right. going to the store and seeing the way this man opened the door for his wife mm-hmm. or, you know what I'm saying? Or like, mm-hmm going and seeing the the sun and seeing a a beautiful sunset or that may click you know and Mm -hmm. and then something else that has worked for me is I remember I was trying to write this 10 minute play it's done now but I was so stuck um I was just stuck it was it's between two sisters and I had the sisters like at odds with each other um and just you know just at eyes for whatever reason and the the dialogue wasn't coming mm-hmm. and then a light bulb hit like literally after weeks of me trying to figure it out the light bulb hit like they love each other they they're not at odds they love each other and that's why the story is more complex and after that the dialogue flowed in so sometimes it takes to just not necessarily writing but just thinking about stuff and then going in the opposite direction that you think you're supposed to go in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because you think yeah. it's supposed to be, look like this. And the story is like, no, we need you to tell it like this. Yeah. You know? And yeah. so I've been using that approach for stuff like, what if I flip everything I think it's supposed to be? Opposite you know? Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. that whole concept, is, it, it works across the buckets. Mm-hmm. life <laughs> really yeah because you know, you're so hard focused and you're pushing so hard in this one direction that a lot of times we miss the the ramp to get off yeah. <laughs> you know I love it. Yeah. To, to continue the the ride so it's like sometimes you do have to just stop yeah do something else to fuel your gift because yes. you're gonna still be working but once you get in a different environment you start mm-hmm. seeing those stories unfold in a different way. And it gives you that language that you were just missing before because you were just riding it too hard. <laughs> you know, yeah. You know what I mean? yeah. And like the thing about art, like you were saying, like it, 
Like, I, I don't know how Christian this is or not. I don't know. I, I believe God is working through that. Mm-hmm. But sometimes the story is trying to tell you the story. And again, it, it's, it's trying to tell you to write me like this. These characters need to yeah. be told like this. And sometimes it's not going to come to the supposed to come. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not going to come. So like, put a pin in it and trust that when it's supposed to come, it's going to come. You You know? know. Yes. Yeah. These characters will be like, we're ready. Yeah. (laughs) You'll know. Um, For me, a lot of times when things come together is right before I wake up in the morning. So I'm I'm half sleep and I'm also like waking up and everything will be crystal clear. And mm-hmm. literally I'll see all the pieces fit together. And I'm like, why didn't I think of that? And now yep. I've learned that about myself so much. That's another mm-hmm. thing. You have to learn how your gift works. Yes. You have to learn how to manage it. So going through those phases, teach you something. So don't give up on it. Just, just, just learn. You're learning yourself. But I've learned now literally how to pinpoint, how to put mm-hmm. a pen in my dreams and literally know that I'm dreaming about this or I'm visualizing this on my way, way to wake up. And then I'll wake up and I'll have a full like download and I'll just have oh, I love notes, that. And notes and notes. And I'm like, why couldn't I think of this yesterday? You know, when I was killing myself on my computer before I went to sleep and everything will just fit together. And that goes for creative things that goes for life that goes mm-hmm. for work, everything. So I know for me, sleep and dream time right before I wake up is really crucial. So for you, it may be something else. You know, it may be while you're eating or taking a shower. Or taking a shower wash. is another one. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I'm in the shower, it'd be like all type of like, get yes. out, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> learn your thing. Learn how your thing works. Yeah. Um, so my last question to you is going to be, what do you want your legacy to be? Oh, that's such a, it's, I don't know. I, you, I sort of kind of hate thinking about that, you know, cause it's like, does legacy mean you're not here anymore? Not necessarily. Okay. No, okay. I believe like Cicely Tyson, she, yeah. her legacy doesn't just start now. I think yeah. she lived to see the fruits of her labor and how she impacted a generation. So yeah, multiple generations. So I want my legacy to be, um that I I am a person who um who created opportunities for others and myself yeah the non-traditional way mm. um because I feel like a lot of experiences has been um God opening the door the back door or me knocking at the back door like hey let me in to this as well you know not having a manager or anything like that but like let me in and now let all my people in too you know yeah and so I I want that to be a part of my legacy and I want also my legacy to be that um I I saw um the black experience and I I I brought it even more to life you know like I am so so obsessed with this Instagram account. It's called Black Archives. Um, yeah. And it was, was sort of kind of like the inspiration for the show, the Black Monologues. I, I named it Remember Us, a celebration of Black joy through generations. Um, I, I, I don't want us to lose that. And so I am like 
obsessed with like digging up and writing like stories from the 80s you know like this like what was it like working you know for fashion fair like is it a play about that I no love I'm it. gonna write that you know like yeah. th- those like pivotal black moments that like made us who we are because everybody grandma was wearing raspberry plum like I want to like like make sure that black experience those black stories are told so it's not the traditional usual like oh yeah you know there's everybody's uh talking about or doing the story about Whitney Houston or whatever but again like who okay who's gonna talk about Johnny Johnson because everybody had an ebony you know what I'm saying like, everybody who, who's going to yeah and so I want that to be a part of my legacy that I sort of kind of revived um times in black culture that we look back now and realize that made us yeah but definitely creating opportunities too because i'm like me, me and my husband are big on that like we always like girl i don't know i, I feel like a mosquito but it's not even mosquito season i've been i've been scratching this leg for like what i'm logging out <laughs> <laughs> i'm over here like oh my gosh but um sorry but no me and steve are like big on that like we connect people and so it's like if he's always saying like if you want somebody to make it in life you want our household to make it because i'm pulling an obama when obama became president he came back to the south side and was like i'm saying you 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 everybody come with me to the white house I am the same way. Like whatever doors open, it's 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 over. Like yeah. me and my homegirls. Yeah. We in here. <laughs> this has been so good. I hate to stop, but I know you have writing to do. I know you have yes, creating girl. to do, but I've made some notes because I think we may have to do a part two. Um at, at some point. I don't know, maybe it'll be a club. Can we do house. a part two in the same know. room? in the same room on clubhouse or no no like in person oh yeah that would be that would that would be crazy if we did a part two live that that would would be be first of all it would be like a four-hour episode (laughs) that would be it would be so many side random things you would have random cartwheels um it'd be a wardrobe change (laughs) now part two we, we just changed you know i'm gonna do it so i want you to tell us how people can find you online um mm-hmm. and keep up with what you're doing and also be on the lookout for for the talent that you're looking for yeah if you want to connect definitely follow me on instagram really nikki tv um i want it really nikki but somebody has it and it looked like an inactive account so report that no no report them but but that is the worst it's, the, it's like it happens with all the names that i'm trying to get yeah yeah people have not been on there since 2012 they literally. have two posts literally and there has to be a way and, and you hold Instagram this account down us. and i did yeah. and it's like, an amazing um but yeah really really nikki tv is where you can find me on instagram um yeah yeah Awesome. I love it. I'm excited for you. And um, yeah, until the next time, which will happen really soon. Thank you for allowing me to be on your podcast. Um, This has been a long time coming. I feel like 
Yeah, yeah. but no, I'm grateful um, for sure. And I'm excited um, and looking forward to us doing some creative stuff together too, because there is yeah. some creative best stuff inside of us that can only happen when we bring that June 25, June 26 energy. That's together. another thing. I'm June 25, she's June 26 birthday, which is crazy. We're the same age for like one day and then yeah. I go be older. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you so much for real. Thank you. Thanks so much for tuning in to your Creative Best Podcast. Be sure to subscribe and also find full episodes on YouTube at Cherish Brown TV. Thanks for listening. Thank you.